Hello, and welcome to the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. Each episode, we talk about a particular topic in the life of a professor. We are tenure-track faculty members in the sciences, working at a primarily undergraduate university in California. The purpose of our podcast is reflection, so we bring something we think is working and something we're working on to discuss. Hi, welcome to the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. I'm Ruth. And I'm Claire. And today we're going to talk about student evaluations. But first, Ruth, how is your week? Well, my week was, um, there's two things I was going to say. One is, um, as you know, Claire, I have relatively short hair mm. and my hair is getting really interesting. <laughs> like, I know this is not remotely important, but I do keep like even every Zoom interaction I'm having, I keep getting distracted by my own hair. And I wish, I wish there was a way to get yourself off the screen in zoom hmm. so yeah this things are going to get interesting feature. yeah yes I'm, I'm in a, a very transitional period with my hair <laughs> so that's interesting and I think the other thing that really came up for me last week was the kids were really we had a few quite a few meltdowns last mm. week from everybody and one thing because my eldest daughter was just like why are you on your phone all the time mm. and I was like I'm checking email but while also checking terrible statistics about whatever but anyway and she, I kind of realized, like, I guess normally we work pretty hard to sort of have home time be home time. I and, like, see. we do work at home, but after they go to bed. And so they haven't really come up against this, like, I did enmeshing of office, home. Right. Sometimes, you know, even for some reason, every time my husband has a meeting, it's like a magnet. Like, they just are drawn to the door where his meeting is and have screaming matches outside the door I don't know how they know but they do and so it's just they yeah. haven't really had this like you need to be quiet during certain periods of time or you know it just hasn't right. been a thing like home was just home and now sure. it's confusing so that yeah. is confusing but, how to establish the boundaries of home versus work when they're both at home right and I think I'm noticing and I'm hearing a lot of people saying like because you could work at any time at home some people were kind of working like I was talking to someone who sort of I, I don't think he doesn't have kids at home like they're older and he was saying like he was working from eight in the morning till eight at night because mm. you can yeah. but it doesn't mean you should and then he just kind of hit the wall and right. had to take like two days off and it's so weird this weird blurring between yeah are we working or are we at home yeah or are we doing the two things at the same time and that's, you know, it's always an issue that you have access to email and everything at home all the mm -hmm. time. But there's all, you know, if you're going to a physical place for work that's different than your home, you have that at least transition of now I am going home. And so totally. we, we lost a little more of that right now. That's interesting. Totally. So how was your week? Um, my week was good. One thing that I wanted to bring up was um, I had my first. So I'm on the committee for a graduate student for the first time ever. Whoa. And yeah, it's this uh, master's student in biology. So some context, neither of our departments have master's students, but mm -hmm. some of the other departments on campus do. And um, this student is doing biological stuff, but there's some chemistry side and it relates to what I study. So anyway, I'm on his committee. And today we had a committee meeting where he presented his research and we asked questions. And it was the first time I was on this side of the committee. And Whoa. that was pretty fun milestone yeah it was exciting that's cool were you so mean <laughs> i was kind of nervous but then it turned out there was nothing to be nervous about but yeah i was kind of wondering like how do i you know in, in my um 
what's it called? I guess a committee meeting in grad school. I remember it being super scary that they were going to ask all these tough questions. And I was like, should I be giving him tough questions? Or, you know, what's my persona in this situation? Right. So that was kind of interesting to think about. Yeah. So you didn't go with Snape then? I didn't go with Snape, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm always aspiring to. But um, uh, and so do you have a quote for us this week? Oh, I do. Yes. So this quote is from my all-time favorite author. And oh, wow. Yeah. Her name is, is Diana it... Wynne-Jones. Okay. Sorry. I was going to make a Harry Potter joke, but yes. Okay. <laughs> keep going. J.K. Rowling. <laughs> well, she's up there, but uh, mm-hmm. Diana Wynne-Jones um, writes a lot of fantasy books, and I just think they're primo. So anyway, um, this is a quote from one of her books, which, by the way, I've been meaning to say, maybe we should have a discussion about what qualifies as a professor quote, because I feel like she qualifies, but it's kind of wishy-washy. I've been pushing the limits, too, so I I think we should just (laughs) run with it. So, yeah. Cool. Okay. So this is a quote from one of her books, and it is, one person ought to treat another person properly, even if the person's himself. And, I mean, that's true all the time, of course. I thought it might especially be true when reading your student evaluations. Oh, and I So just for like a bit of context for people, um, I'm very sweary mm-hmm. and I have been really reining it in. And sometimes we've been reining it in mechanically. By <laughs> After the fact. <laughs> yeah. So I, this, this episode is going to be really challenging for me to not be sweary. Because I, it's so, it's so bad. It's so bad. Yes. But anyway, okay. Student evaluations is what we're talking about. Yes. So what do you want to start? What's working for you with student evaluations? Hmm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I do. I actually have a couple of ones. Oh, good. good. Um, I just also, I do like overall one acknowledge just the trauma of student evaluations and how horrible they are. And there's some things about our situation that makes it particularly awful but I'm going to come to that later okay that'll be okay good we can look forward to that one thing that we have at our university is we have a center for teaching and learning Uh uh-huh and they offer a service called the mid-semester evaluation and they have these students who I think are graduate students who are trained to go into a classroom and they have these like I don't know what happens because I'm not there but they've explained (laughs) it to me so they kind of do these like group discussions and they have this like everyone gets into groups, they all fill out individual forms and then they get into groups and then they discuss things and the person writes all the stuff on the board and there's kind of things that there's consensus on and things that there isn't consensus on and all these things are summarized in a document and you get this meeting to go over them with you. And this was something I did not want to do because I kind of thought, oh man, they're going to have all these complaints and then I'm going to have to do everything they say. And then, so I didn't. <laughs> totally. it was good. So, so actually... It was amazing the first time I did it because certain things came up and then I was able to address them and say, oh, I I know you guys want me to give you homework solutions. And the reason I don't do that is this. But if you want to like ever bring a homework to me, we can go through the whole thing together and I'll give you a lot of feedback on the exam. So you don't need to have all of this kind of stuff. And then I noticed like when I did that, that stuff didn't come on the final. It didn't show up on the final evaluation. Uh Uh-huh. And because I think there are some things that had been addressed. And then I've also had things where like, so I think I told you about these lab videos that I had them do for a while. Uh-huh. How did they and work? Like I had, they were like, instead of doing a lab report, they made a little video. Okay. 
of themselves. Oh, and yeah. Some of them were genius and hilarious, but it was <laughs> weird because one class loved it and then the next class were just like this. I hate this. And so, but it was interesting because the mid-semester evaluator person told me that like a whole group of students were like stood up and were like, everyone hates the lab videos. The lab videos are the worst, blah, blah, blah. And it was only like four people. And then everyone else was like, I actually really like them. Interesting. And suddenly there was this whole discussion and these people had it in their head. Like I'm speaking for everyone and everyone has this. Yes. And then they kind of got like, I mean, getting shouted down is maybe not what I'm shooting for, but there was like perspective. Mm -hmm. Like, oh no, actually some people do like this and you're not the only learner in the universe. And some people have other things, you know, and, so it can really bring out some of these things. That's great. So that was really, really helpful. And it's just, I've really noticed that anytime I've done them, my evaluations are higher and there's less of those initial complaints don't come up again because mm-hmm. they've kind of been addressed. And so like, you know, like one thing with the, just I'm using this, like I don't give them solution sets to the exams right. because I write really detailed information on the grading mm-hmm. and then we redo the exams in class and all this stuff but something i think they might have interpreted it as like she's so lazy she doesn't you know right. but then they're like oh, okay and maybe they do think i'm lazy but they still see there's some deliberation behind it yeah so you're kind of letting them behind the curtain so they get to see mm-hmm. the reasons in your mind that's wonderful that they heard that someone else in the class actually really liked the thing they hate because that's so obvious so often on evaluations that some people love the thing that other people hate and well okay totally and I think like I've spoken to someone else before who had like just this you know the group who were just like you know complaining all the time and then they did this mid-semester evaluation process and I think then it became clear to that group that they weren't speaking for everyone ah yes and and then it kind of changed the dynamic of the class in some way and so yeah, so it was awesome. So I I don't know, I'm saying this and I recognize that this is probably not something that's offered everywhere, but I think there is other things people could do in terms of giving a survey midway sure. through or whatever. And I think if you can address some of those things, that's it awesome. can help. And then I have another thing yeah. that actually has worked. So one thing I've heard from students is like, they genuinely don't realize the evaluations matter. Mm-hmm. And so, you know... Like you get people who just hate you with a fiery passion or you get people who really feel strongly that you're great. Mm-hmm. So I've like started saying to the students, like, if you have completely medium neutral feelings about <laughs> me, like, please fill in the evaluation and you can write. Like, I have no feelings about this <laughs> professor whatsoever, but please put those in because and then like, I don't know, I haven't got anything to base this on, but it feels like that increases some participation. Like just really highlighting how important it is. And even if you don't think you have anything to say, that's important because you want those medium people yeah. in there. So what's working for you? Um, yeah. Well, first, just a couple thoughts about that. Um, I often tell my students, I haven't thought to say if you're middle of the road, I still <laughs> want you. I like that. Um, I normally tell them that... This is how the university, one of the factors that they use to decide whether to keep hiring me to try to give that importance mm-hmm. and um, and then that I value them. And then I also try to say that I need high response rates or else it's kind right. of meaningless, which, um, yeah. So anyway, I'm going to add that in the middle of the road thing. I love that. <laughs> You're like, but it's true, right? Because you get if you get just these polarized viewpoints, yeah, totally. it ends up being totally 
yeah, meaningless. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and one thing that I have done that's not as formal as your mid-semester evaluations, but um, maybe is doable for people who don't have mid-semester evaluations, is I've handed out note cards midway through the semester, and I've told them to write down three things they love about the class and three things they hate about the class, or something like that. Oh. And then, um, you know, a lot of people are like, I can't think of anything, and that's fine. But the ones who are really feeling passionate about something they don't like can get it out, and then that gives me a chance to respond like you're saying. And then I yeah, like to totally. put the things that I love so that hopefully I don't get rid of something that lots of people love or I can say, look, some of you loved it and some of you hate it. And also it makes it easier for me to read them. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. And I think it's important to sort of model that kind of reflection, right? Because mm. it's so easy to get annoyed about things and just be indignant, you know what right. I mean? But like to also be like, OK, wait, but like, is there anything good about this situation <laughs> or, you know, that's whatever. True. But that's cool. I like that. Yeah, so some things that I was thinking about that are working good. Um, one is to get those rates of response up. I don't know if most universities do this now, but we have our evaluations online, which means that mm. the students have to do it electronically at some point. And um, so what we have done in the past is swap. Um, you know, I'll go to your class, you'll go to my class, and we'll sit in the classroom, take some class time, and do the evaluations in class. And that seems to really raise my you know percent of people who've responded mm -hmm. things um, and that's and yeah because i guess we're not allowed to be there when they do right, it yeah. in case we're like menacing them in some way yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah and i think that also shows that i value it enough to take class time so i th that's a really good point yeah yeah and then the other thing that i've found helpful is um when i'm actually going through the evaluations which is of course the hard part um oh which we'll get to, um, yeah. looking for and pulling quotes that I can use in my RTP files. Mm. And that is kind of nice because you're looking for the positive ones. And then when you're in your RTP file, you've got all these nice things that you, you know, I, I feel like I it's nice that. to pull out the strong ones and put them in there, you know? Dude, I mean, because that's something, you know, because for the tenure stuff. Right. And I've been kind of, like, I feel sick when I think about going back through them. But maybe ah, this is, I got to yes. go back through them with a positive, like, yes, I'm looking for the little gems. And if you're, if you're but... going through them <laughs> intentionally looking for quotes, you could skip the what could the instructor improve section. Of course, you've already read the what can the instructor improve section. So I'm assuming you don't need to look at that again. Yeah, it's embedded in everything. <laughs> it's so bad, but yeah. Oh, okay. Um, are we done with the Yeah, we're done with the okay. <laughs> Dude, I hate them so much. I know. And it's like, it's so messed up. It's so messed up. So two, some things I want to grumble about. Okay, what are they? So in our tenure files, the student comments get submitted. And that is not true everywhere. Oh, really? So where I used to work before, I know... The student comments were read by the chair in the place I worked before and the dean. So like things could be addressed. Like if something was like Ruth just reads magazines in class all day, like someone <laughs> would deal with that. But the only thing that went in your file was the number. Okay. And then I guess you could choose to put quotes in. But I hate the fact that the quotes go in. Mm. I hate that so much because this is like so... I'm trying to restrain the swearing, but like <laughs> it's so like it's this kind of thing where it's this like online culture and it's anonymous. Yes. And like from talking to people who 
used to work like going through the paper copies Mm -hmm. first of all if anything really offensive was on there they would not get forwarded to the faculty like they would like filter that out and then they were like when it was pen and paper students would just write like I like her or whatever Uh and now they write these essays interesting that are so and so like on the whole I get really they're not bad evaluations the students are really polite and quite nice but then then there's the ones that are like a literal stake in your heart Mm -hmm. and like I feel like I just read them bright red and burning with shame yeah it's so terrible it is so terrible it's so it's so terrible and the thought of some of these crazy things that people write going through all of these other faculty hands and they're reading so do you remember I have talked a little bit on this yeah about the Dementor kids. So those Dementor uh-huh, kids. The Dementor oh, kids. Yeah, dude. Like, they were like, go back to Ireland. Like, we don't, like, you oh shouldn't my be gosh. in this country. Like, so mean. So mean. Oh, my gosh. And they also, for some crazy reason, <laughs> one of them wrote, she called us a bunch of B-I-T-C-H-E-S's, which is definitely not true. Mm-hmm. I did not do that. But then I had to write in my tenure file. Right. P.S. I never used the words like I never did that thing. And it was like it made me so frustrated to have to officially address something that is not like there's no repercussions. Right. I understand. I can obviously see that student evaluations absolutely have to be anonymous for the professor Mm -hmm. or else I would be like plotting my revenge (laughs) in the future. And so that wouldn't be helpful. But I feel like there should be some potential. Oh, the dean contacts you and like. I hear that Professor Ruth said that you were all a bunch of BITC uh-huh. Like, should should we address that? Or there should be, like, I've heard of people getting racial abuse. I've heard of people getting, like, really gross sexual stuff said. And, like, I feel yeah. like there should be some, because they have to log in to do it, there should be some accountability for egregious yeah egregiousness and that there should be the potential for some follow-up but it feels bananas to me that in this official Mm -hmm. document we prefer like there can be like you have to hand in these pdfs of like potential swear words or like rude things and i just why 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 do we have to include the comments in our tenure files and you like i you pretty much have to like you're saying highlight them in fact because you have to address them Oh, yeah, and like, then, no, I never yeah. did do blah, blah, blah. And so, yeah, yeah, if not some accountability, at least maybe the option of removing this particular comment like this one we have had, you know, you have a discussion with your dean about how this never happened and it's just eliminated or something. Would that be good? Yeah, totally, totally. And I think I mean, I think reading the comments is actually really important mm-hmm. because there can be stuff in there that is like, oh, I didn't realize that or you know, whatever. But the only, the thing that I find really destructive about this whole process is there's no accountability on the part of the student. Right. So like they can just be having a really bad day and just vent. Right. And they probably are. It's usually finals week. And I know there needs to be a better time to do this, but also like any faculty I've talked to about how do you deal with this? Like, how do you deal with the horror show of reading student evaluations? And they always say, oh, I just don't read them. Really? That's what people, everyone is telling me. Just don't read them. There's nothing, like, it's just a dangerous, damaging process. But because of where we are, we have to read them because otherwise you can't address crazy stuff like, you know. And really, 
aside from the crazy stuff, I do want to know if there was some general consensus. Right, so I, I wish there was some way of making the process not terrible. You know, yeah. and again, like I'm saying all this and Eric, like my husband is always like, how many evaluations did you get? And like, how many were nice? Yeah. And then there's just one uh -huh. and I'm just like fester yeah. over it you know what i mean and so there's always <laughs> we have the same conversation over here <laughs> i know and there's like and and i would say the same thing to you where i'm like but you got like 27 glowing but like i would say that to you while i'm festering right and like i've gotten like some of them are so mean like the dementor kids so i do a whole thing in class when i do a problem on the board where I kind of do sort of call and response mm -hmm. sort of, but I'm like, yeah. And what will Delta X be? And I want them to use their calculators and do stuff and right. calculate stuff. And this person wrote, she is so stupid. <laughs> she has to get us to solve the problems for her. She is incapable oh, no. of doing intro electromagnetism. I was like, wow, like, wow. And so that's, that's a perfect example of something where if that had been addressed at some mid semester, moment then maybe I, that person would have realized that yeah well <laughs> that this is part of your teaching philosophy right it's but they were like no she's so dumb and like reading that like even saying that out loud i'm going like red right now but totally oh, man. oh my gosh yeah it's and where i worked before i feel like there was a different like one person wrote once like i'm okay with women working outside the home like, thank you, first of all, that's really polite. But, um, so they were okay with women working outside the home, but if you're going to have kids, like, you need to figure out your, like, you need to keep it together. Because basically my daughter got pneumonia and I had to cancel class. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of, I wanted to tell them that. So, like, I wasn't just getting my nails done or something. Right. Like, it was a serious. And so this person really took umbrage at that and was like, this is really unprofessional. Huh. How that strange. you let this sick kid get in the way of whatever. <laughs> so it was really bizarre. Oh, man. Bizarre. But okay, so what, what are you, what's not working? So what are you working on? Well, it's pretty much the same thing, that it's just so scary. You know, at the end of every semester when we get the oh, email so with all the evals, I just kind of let it sit for a while and then eventually look at it. And yeah, I always need Ralph to say, hey, look, there were some positive things in there too. It's just so so difficult to read them and it's funny because you're saying like some positive things but i know your students and they they think you're the, like they just love you so much so i'm sure there's more than some right, positive right. things but, <laughs> but i hear you some. i hear you but yeah exactly every negative comment and yeah and so i know logically that I should not even worry about changing anything unless there's a theme. Like, that's what I'm really looking right. for is do a ton of people say, gosh, we had no idea what she was talking about or we couldn't read the board or something like that. Then, OK, that's what I'm really looking for. Um, and I'm also looking for those quotes that are good to put in the ITV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, if, okay, if there's not a theme, it really doesn't matter, you know, um, I'm intentionally designing my classes to reach a lot of learning styles. And so that naturally is going to mean that some parts are not going to appeal to some people. Um, but that just doesn't really help when you're actually reading the negative comments, you know? It's so, it's so messed up. 
like I really it's really interesting when you say your approach because I'm like the minute the email lands I have to just oh, read really? them all like I swear even if I'm driving I need to like pull it <laughs> I mean not that I check in my email when I'm driving but you know like like whatever it is I have to just read yeah. them and just get it over mm-hmm. with because it's so awful oh, my and gosh. I have definitely cried before uh-huh. like when I'm reading them because some of them are so mean and it's so weird because like I do value student feedback mm-hmm. and it is really important but why am I weeping do you know what I mean like yeah. if people it, it's just it's so bizarre it's a terror yeah. it's just but it is it's I feel like there is such whatever way the system is and I think you know there has been many studies that show women get harsher evaluations mm-hmm. than yeah. men and different words and then right and then faculty of color get a whole other set of like lower numbers and things and so it's just so weird to me that we factually know that and we're like well what are you gonna do we still need to keep doing the system and like just yeah it's so bizarre and it's really interesting because the mid-semester evaluations that we do they're not submittable for your tenure file oh really and that feels weird to me because like (laughs) there is I know and it's like I think you can say I did this Uh so that's yay me but I don't think you can say the comments huh i'm surprised i could be making that up now but that does i mean i have no idea but but it's just really interesting that like this is something that's facilitated by a university professional right there's some accountability for the students like they are standing face to face with someone and saying these things Mm -hmm. so hopefully they're not saying she should go back to ireland and she shouldn't be allowed in the united states like hopefully that's not going to come up but Hmm. you know that kind of like it's just it's so it just really feels like all the things that are wrong with the internet are also wrong yeah. with student evaluations. Yeah. Well, maybe that'd be something to advocate for is the mid-semester evaluations being includable. I I, mm-hmm. I don't know of a strong, compelling case why they couldn't be. That, that maybe we could get past it. Right. And I think I think my drum that I will be beating forever is that the comments should not be included. Yeah. And that there should be, because there has been people who, on our campus, I think, who've gotten sort of racially abusive. Yeah, that shouldn't be in your professional file. No, and I think there should be some potential, A, like on the student evaluations, on the system, it could say anything obnoxious will be totally deleted. Yeah. And it's not going to be. That's a great idea. Right. And then just some, like, if you wrote something really horrific and like threatening or something, it will be followed up like they could trace back who wrote what evaluation and not i don't think i should be able to do that but somebody somewhere should be able to be like hey friend you said this really scary thing and like i've had someone tell me like she had really gross sexual stuff written about her and like we should not have to read that that's really yeah yeah you know what could be an option it seems like it should be easier not harder with the electronic evaluations to flag this kind of thing Mm -hmm. like totally even if you know i understand that it saves a lot of time for nobody to have to read them before us but at least there could be we could make it so that there's a button or something we can flag the wild ones and then they can go off you know we could flag it as this should be considered for removal or this should be followed up on this is not okay that would be pretty cool because that's like what it would happen on a forum or something, yeah. right? If someone, and you could just like, yeah. And then it could either be removed or followed up on, yeah, depending on how egregious it was. Right, and I feel like, but I feel like the system where the only thing people can advocate to do is to just not read them. Yeah. is It's totally negating 
the whole thing. The whole thing then, is gone if we're not reading them. That that doesn't work at right. all. We might as well right. not do them. And students, I mean, the students here, they're really lovely and people are very polite. And like, you know. Yeah, it's the outliers, generally... of course. But yeah. the outliers are causing some faculty, evidently, to not read any of them, which. Oh, so totally. we should definitely. That's not a good or, system. Or, you know, grave distress. Right. And the ones who do read are in grave distress. <laughs> Have you gotten any funny ones? Um, I can't think of any funny ones. <laughs> No, it's just the trauma. <laughs> like only the really mean I remember ones. all the mean but, ones. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, that first semester teaching, mm. getting them and just being like, but I thought you guys were my friends. And like, it's just so... You know, another like, thing to remember, I mean, obviously there's the really mean ones and that's just the outlier category. But the other thing that helps me to remember is there's they're specifically asked what should be improved about this class. You know, they... You know, some of them nicely write nothing, and that's wonderful, but they're being asked to come up with things to improve. True. So, naturally. So they should change it to just the only questions. What did you love? <laughs> we don't want it. We don't care. No, that's yeah, not true. Yeah. And like I do, I, it is important, but it's just, oh, yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's a yeah. lot. Yeah. I guess when we get those emails, we'll proceed as normal <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll like pull over in my car and like weep somewhere yeah <laughs> yeah you'll just let them stew for a few days yep mm -hmm. and, and you know i hear people are always like let's like why don't we do it together yeah. or read them together or like i'll read yours and i'm too ashamed for yeah. that like the I burning to shame is first. just too i <laughs> know yeah there's no freaking way can you imagine you'd be like oh you've changed so much of my eyes because i've read this like i know just storm of negative things about you like i feel like i could never look you in the eye again but so. you know like we said earlier our husbands are very good at pointing out that it's not actually that way it's we're augmenting the negative ones i know and this is like it's so clear like if i read yours i would be like oh yeah this one person is just grumpy because yeah you know exactly. whatever but in my mind that's not how it works for mine which i feel like brings us back to the quote one person ought to treat another person properly, even if the person's himself. I know. So we'll try to do that. Very true. I'll pretend yes. I'm reading yours when I'm actually reading mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. I like it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it is, it's, it's a tricky business. That it is. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for talking about it. Okay. Yeah. I, I have genuine, like, trauma and shame about these student evaluations so i'm kind of it feels good to air some yeah, of this i'm feeling a little and bit then it better. is it's a thing too where i'm like but claire is great at her job if she's getting a negative evaluation then maybe yeah maybe yeah it's yeah, yeah. Not just good yeah. point good point yeah it, yeah, it does happen to everybody you can't please every single person in the classroom no and i think if you try to as i have sort of had bizarre attempts at doing it's just a disaster yeah you like you kind of have work. to stay right and staying true to what you believe is effective yes i mean without being ridiculous and refusing you know if everyone is saying the same thing yeah you should address right. it of but, course yeah of course yeah if you're gonna yeah. get some negative reviews which we all are then let's get them for doing it the way we want to do it yeah claire okay which i am totally paraphrasing from jean-luc picard John Luke Picard, yeah. what a great, yeah. I think anyone who's a mentor can be a professor. Okay, right? okay. I am glad yeah. that we've had that clarification. Okay. 
I think that's true. But I might be quoting you in future episodes. <laughs> what you just said is really amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Okay, thanks, Claire. Thanks so much, Ruth. And thanks, Ralph, as always. Thanks so much for joining us on the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. We're delighted to have you as a listener and we would love to hear from you. And if you want to email us, our address is contactprofessorpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear any of your suggestions for future shows or professor quotes that you might want to share with us, or even just things that have come up for you when you were listening to previous episodes. And if you've been enjoying the podcast, we would love if you would spread the word. So the best way to spread word is by telling people, you know, if you think they should listen to it, or you can leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you next time.